Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled George Soros, U.S. Borders and the New World Order. When the name George Soros appears in the media, it typically brings with it a discussion on progressive agendas, the funding of the Democratic Party, and the injection of liberal district attorneys in major cities throughout America. Often insight into the broader goals of his efforts remain largely ignored. This article is intended to shed some light on Soros' long-term strategy through the lens of his lesser-known agenda at our southern border. As a point of reference, according to an article by NPR, quote, a majority of Americans see an invasion at the southern border, unquote, and for good reason. It's taken years to get past Fox News, but now even CNN is reporting, quote, the U.S. has a border crisis, unquote. In a country of 332 million citizens, more than 2.4 million were apprehended crossing the border in 2022. Further, 300,000 illegal immigrants slipped past border control in just the last four months. So what does this have to do with George Soros and the New World Order? A little bit of background. George Soros built his wealth through hedge fund investments, which are groups of wealthy investors funding risky projects for high returns. In the late 70s, he decided that he had made enough money and would use his wealth to transition society to his ideal. At that time, Soros' net worth was approximately $25 billion, while today it's estimated to be $10 billion, largely due to his philanthropy. Current estimates suggest he has given away over $32 billion, according to BBC, toward building his vision of the future. Much of his donations begin their distribution process through his Open Society Foundation, established in 1979. Born in Budapest, Hungary in 1930, his parents moved to Germany and then migrated to England, where Soros graduated with a master's degree in philosophy from the London School of Economics. Married three times, he has five children. Working in sales, banking, and as an analyst, He began in 1963 as a hedge fund investor, eventually starting his own investment firms, the Quantum Fund and Soros Fund Management. George Soros has written 15 books over his lifetime, beginning in 1987, the last one written in 2019. Though he prefers to remain behind the scenes, his few interviews and books create a clear and permanent record of his global worldview. In his book, Globalization, Soros writes that open borders represent a stepping stone toward his worldview of an open society, one in which there is, quote, an alliance of democratic states with a dual purpose. One to promote what I call open society within individual countries, and secondly, to establish basic international law and international institutions that you need for a global, open society. In his book, Open Society, Reforming Global Capitalism, Soros further writes, quote, It may be shocking to say, but I believe that the current unilateralist posture of the United States 
constitutes a serious threat to the peace and prosperity of the world. What the author is expressing is that having a single country exhibiting supremacy in both economic and military power above all others represents a threat to the world prosperity. Therefore, reducing preeminence of America in every way possible will bring about global unification and ultimate world peace. Soros speaks most clearly through the groups to whom he chooses to extend his vast fortune. As a progressive philanthropist, the media tends to focus on his support for liberal district attorneys who have been reluctant to apply the law on constituents who break it. Bail reform laws, police underfunding, and the unwillingness to prosecute offenders have created chaos in major cities throughout the country. This lawlessness promotes a breakdown in American values and trust in the government to serve the needs of its constituents. It creates both a distraction and undermines local small business economies that are the heart of national unity versus the woke nature of large international corporations. Soros uh, has presented a number of quotes in the media, and I'd like to go through a few of them to bring out who he is. Quote, Soros dished out at least $131 million to influence at least 253 journalism and activist media groups to promote far-left views on abortion, economics, the police, environmentalism, LGBT ideology, and anti-Americanism, according to the New York Post. Quote, nonprofit financed by billionaire George Soros quietly donated $140 million to political causes in 2021. Those donations are on top of the more than $170 million Soros personally contributed during the 2022 midterm election cycle to help Democratic campaigns and political action committees, unquote, CNBC News. Quote, Soros was spending $5 million on the effort to thwart Brett Kavadaugh's Supreme Court nomination, unquote, New York Post. Quote, donations... The donations bring Soros' contributions to political campaigns and causes since January 2020 to roughly half a billion dollars. At the least, most of it steered through dark money nonprofit groups and going largely toward political causes aligned with the Democratic Party, unquote. And that was CNBC News. Quote, Billionaire mega-donor George Soros is seeding a super PAC with $125 million, an enormous investment that will aid Democratic groups and candidates for the 2022 election cycle and beyond. The donation is sure to place Soros among the biggest political givers of the midterms, unquote, by Politico. Quote, through the network, Soros has donated more than $32 billion over the years, according to its website. Unquote. And that was CNBC News. Two more. Quote, never has there been so much money in a system whose goal is to create a new order in society. Money that isn't subject to any political system. According to Tucker Carlson. And finally, quote, Soros 93 has long been a supporter of liberal causes and was the Democrats' largest single donor last year. Unquote. The post-millennial. However, more subtle has been Soros' attraction 
to groups that support open borders. Mayorkas and the Biden administration have been shown to be co-laborers in this effort by ignoring immigration laws currently on the books. The overarching way Soros influences both policy and laws in this country is filtered through numerous NGOs or non-governmental organizations. Based on their nonprofit status, funding for these organizations is part of the public record. Fox did an off-the-wall segment recently offering deeper insight into the broader goals and methods of George Soros than is typically offered by picking and choosing individual programs he's funding. One of his overarching visions is the philosophy of open borders. His Open Society Foundation funds NGOs such as the Vera Institute of Justice, which then funds organizations such as Acacia Center for Justice, Alianza Americas, and Alianza Americas. The Biden administration then provides further taxpayer funding for these same groups, $41 million for the first one I mentioned and $8.5 million for the second. Per the websites of these individual groups, uh, they are, um, their objective is as follows. Asadia, quote, the objective of Asadia Center for Justice is to expand on Vera's work over the past 20 years in providing legal support and representation to immigrants facing deportation. And Aliza, uh, quote, we develop tools, analysis, and policy recommendations to address domestic and transactional issues, including the implications of ending temporary protection status and new asylum restrictions in the U.S., Ironically, our government is funding these NGOs, initially supported by George Soros, which have as a vision the removal of barriers to national borders in direct contradiction to our existing immigration laws. Quote, a George Soros-backed immigration nonprofit which advocates for open borders and is suing Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for flying immigrants to Martha's Vineyard has reportedly violated federal disclosure laws, unquote, Yahoo News. And finally, quote, the federal government's $164 million gift to the Open Borders and Open Prisons Group, the Vera Institute of Justice, could rise to $198.5 million, according to contract information on usaspending.gov. So what is the end game of Soros? Here's a quote from one of his books. The main enemy of the open society, I believe, is no longer the communists, but the capitalist threat. The main obstacle to a stable and just world order is the United States. That was from his book, The Crisis of Global Capitalism. It would seem clear that the destabilization of America through open borders, liberal prosecutors, and other progressive policies is intended to undermine the unilateralist posture of the United States in order to establish a global new world order. So a biblical Christian response. The name George Soros is not a character in the Bible. However, his goal of a new world order is. If his vision ever becomes a reality, it will take the form of a 10-nation confederacy under the control of a one-world government ruled by the Antichrist. Quote, 
An open society such as ours is based on the recognition that our understanding of reality is inherently imperfect. Nobody is in possession of ultimate truth, unquote, which is a quote from his book, Globalization. George Soros may be used by God for his, capital H, purpose in establishing end times prophecy. However, the reality of the supernatural orchestrating his actions is something Soros has totally missed. God is, in fact, in possession of ultimate truth and the authority and power to perfect his will. As it says in Matthew 6.10, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.